Cheers. Damn you, old man. My name is Talar. Welcome back to the Old Man Wade Show. Uh, welcome back to my show. It's a pleasure to be back. It's been a while, and I'm super excited to you know have this half hour with you guys because there's a lot that's been going on. But there is one thing that I really want to focus on, and I think it's important that we talk about it. And I'm gonna jump right in here, and I want to start talking about Texas. Uh, Texas is a lot of things. One of the biggest states in the union. Um, one of the places where you can find a lot of oil, and one of the places now in America where you cannot get an abortion as a woman after six weeks, which is not enough time for a woman to know if she's pregnant. It is not enough time to detect a heartbeat. It's a cluster of cells that you're making a woman carry to term. I have had a lot of thoughts about this over the last week or so since this news broke and how devastated I was. Uh, I live in Massachusetts. I am not someone who will be affected by this as far as directly living in Texas. But if you're a woman in this country, you are directly affected by this law because it sets the tone for how the rest of the country might trend. And not all of it. I highly doubt Massachusetts would ever go like this. It's not something I ever foresee happening here. But the fact that the United States Supreme Court um, had a casting, I believe the deciding vote was um, Amy Coney Barrett, which is very concerning. I hate that appointment. I've hated that appointment forever. I hate all three of those justice appointments uh, over the past four years because I think that they're horrendous and stolen and invalid. I believe that this is going to cause great issues in the country. Great issues, if it hasn't already. Um, if you are a woman who can leave Texas, if you have the luxury of having enough money to be, to be like, I'm going to move to the next closest state where abortion is legal, if I ever foresee myself needing one, or I want to live in a state that values my rights as a human being, where I feel more respected. That's an option, and that's great. And I hope that, you know, if that's the route women want to go, they're able to do that. But there are a lot of women who are going to be affected by this law who are in a lower-income class, who are unable to move from Texas, or if they need an abortion and want to stay living in Texas, they are unable to go to a neighboring state for an abortion. And I'm sure other states are drawing up legislation right now. Your Alabamas, your, I don't, I don't even know, your whatever else is, your Tennessees maybe, I'm not sure, to outlaw this, to have the same type of law. And abortion doesn't stop just because you institute a law. It just becomes unsafe. And women do it but it becomes in an unsafe way, or they try to do it themselves with, with the whole coat hanger thing. Excuse me, and they end up dying. And I believe it was 13 hours after this law was passed. Someone tried to get in a, have an abortion in like a, a dangerous back alley type of way, and they died. 
the 10k bounty on people to you know I, I turn into uber driver for driving someone to a clinic and i get 10k and they get imprisoned that that is that is so horrific on on so many levels and to me it very much feels like salem witch trials you know just point and yell just point like hey sarah proctor's a witch you know like hey so and so's a witch i saw them practicing witchcraft i want to prosecute them to the full extent of the law you know that's how it feels like to me i don't know the nitty gritty details as far as after you tell you turn someone in or you want to turn someone in and be like hey so and so drove so and so to a to an abortion clinic where's my money is there like a legal process is there like a all right well you need to prove it in the court of law type thing or is it just like literally like a Salem witch trial where they're like all right well we take your word um here's ten thousand dollars show us where this person is and we'll imprison them the state of texas has so much shit going on right now you they had the hurricane which knocked out all their power right at some point i believe it was a hurricane they had those freezing cold temperatures when every people like froze to death, like all this shit happened. The COVID, it, COVID is insane out there. It is bonkers. It's bananas. They just passed horrible voter le- legislation, which is anti-vote, and they're concerned about women being able to do whatever they want with their bodies. I don't know about you guys, but this is absolute bullshit to me. It is absolute bullshit, and I'm so upset that this has happened, that in the year of 2021, we sit here and we're like, yeah, we're going to ban abortion in Texas, in America. In America, isn't this supposed to be, you're brought up in America, in the public school system, believing this is the greatest country on earth. Look at all these things we've done. And they've whitewashed about everything that that, that has happened in this country, right? Um, and you're going to have to probably teach yourself really what happened. I had an amazing professor in a summer course in college who taught me exactly what happened actually when the pilgrims came because he was English and he didn't give a shit about um, uh, American pride and patriotism and all that stuff. He was like, let me tell you exactly what happened when when the pilgrims came. And let me tell you about the second Thanksgiving when they locked Native Americans in a barn and then set the barn on fire. And at that point in my life, I was 19, I had not learned anything anti-American. Nothing. I was very rah-rah, you know, wow, we really live in the greatest country on earth type thing. And then he started teaching, he he started teaching me that stuff. And I was like, holy shit, man. What? And then I started learning more and more and more. And you, you start to understand that there's so much dirt underneath the shiny exterior there's so much it's like the shiny exterior has cracked it is splitting in two and you're starting to see the hundreds of thousands of miles of dirt underneath it and it is gross and it is disgusting and it is built on lies and it is built on this false narrative that everyone has an equal opportunity in this country but they, but they don't, you know? I mean, literally, the Texas thing, t- 
ties into that completely. Not everyone has an equal opportunity because if you're well off in Texas, you can go get an abortion as a woman if you need one. If you're not well off, you can't get one. And then you don't have the same opportunity as the woman who did get one. And now maybe you're forced to drop out of college. Maybe you're forced to give up your job. Who knows? Maybe you get kicked out of your house. I don't know. But it's not equal opportunity. It is punishing people for living lives. And it is a horrible narrative. And it's this idea that the, the idea of uh, separation of church and state in this country went out the window. I don't even know if it was ever fully out the window. I, I don't know if it was. It's always been in, in the room. Like, the church has always been in the room with the state. Right? Like, they made this big deal when Joe Biden became president. Um, That was, oh, he's the first Catholic president. Man, who cares? Why does that matter? I didn't. I did not vote for Joe Biden for because he's a first cat. I don't care what his religion is, man. Are you helping my country or not? What are your views? What are your visions? I want you to lay everything out for me. I want to understand how you're going to go about your plan, what the purpose of your plan is, how I'm going to benefit from it, how my community is going to benefit from it, how you're going to give back to my community, and how you're going to give back to everyone's community. How is the country going to get better? How are we going to become more progressive? How are we going to advance? You know, what are you going to do about healthcare? Let's put in some type of universal system. What are we going to do about college? Stop making people pay for it. It's There's so many issues. There's so many issues. And we're sitting here really debating if a woman has a right over her bodily autonomy. You know? It is unreal to me. And it, it speaks to bigger bigger issues in this country as far as women's health care and things like that, where if you go get, if you're a woman who makes a decision, I don't want kids. And it doesn't matter what age you are, right? If you're 30, you're a 30-year-old woman, unmarried, you're like, you know what, um, I don't want to have kids. I decided that. Even if I get married to a man, I don't want to have kids. Or someone who identifies as a man, I don't want to have kids. I want to have extra income. I want to just live with, like, my dog and my partner and travel the world. That's fine. That's your decision to make. But if you go get a hysterectomy, let's say, in some cases, your doctor or a doctor will be like, we don't want to do this until we consult your husband. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. It is your body. It is your choice. Right? We've heard this a million times, and we've heard it a lot with the vaccine thing, and it's not the same. It doesn't apply. That's the vaccine thing, my body, my choice is get vaccinated, okay? It's ridiculous. The abortion, my body, my choice is very different because abortion does not directly put people in danger, other people in danger the way uh, choosing to become unvaccinated is. That's a whole separate issue. I don't know what to expect now. I understand Merrick Merrick Garland and the Attorney General's Office of the United States is suing the state of Texas over this because it's unconstitutional under the Supreme Court ruling, Um, which, yes, under the precedent that the Supreme Court has set, this is unconstitutional. Yes. 
The thing is, the Supreme Court was the one who let this expire and let this go into place, you know? So it doesn't really give me much faith that if this is a lawsuit that goes to the Supreme Court or however this works, that they would be like, yeah, you know what, we're going to overturn it because I don't trust that court. That court needs limits. That court needs term limits. That court, you're on a court for 10 years, you're done. That's it. That's it. You're done. I don't want people on that court in their 80s when in the American corporate workforce at 65, they're like, all right, retirement age. Why are you in any type of office at the age of 80-something? That is unacceptable. Unacceptable. You need to, especially like, if you're in a Supreme Court position. You know, I I loved RBG and I hope, um, you know, rest in peace. But I do think she should have stepped down during the Obama administration. When they had majority. I do think she should have. And I understand her reasons for, for not wanting to. And I understand her wanting to stay on the job. And she was great. And she, you know, was we almost made it. But now we're in a country where if you're not a straight white man, it is scary. It is scary. And it is getting scarier every day. You know, and it's right now, it's the date I'm recording this is 9-11. It's 20 years after, obviously, the awful attacks in 2001. Um, But I do want to point out that I believe it was back after those attacks where this hyper-American Christian conservative nationalism really started to take center stage. I really think after that, you know after the wars got launched, after everything, um, that's when we really started to see more, you know, white nationalism, white Christian conservative views becoming more mainstream. I'm not, I'm not sure. I was seven in 2001, so I can't really speak for what the landscape was before, but I, I, I get that feel. Um, and from the landscape of how things were. I... I think that it's it's dangerous. Um, I mean, in 2001, Flight 93 diverted, the passengers diverted the plane so it wouldn't hit the Capitol because they wanted to protect their country. And then 20 years later, it got attacked by its own citizens anyway. The trend is 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 very scary, but I wanna I wanna pivot back and I wanna refocus on. The reproductive issues. And I've never been to the South other than Florida, which I, I consider different from your Texas and your Mississippis and your Alabamas and your Louisianas and your Georgias and things like that. I've never been down there. But what I do know is that it is very, very um, pro-Jesus, anti-abortion, anti-LGBT, um, it is very, the, those Christian values take much more center stage. Um, and my fear is that the country is going to get hijacked by a small group of people 
who believe everyone needs to be a Christian conservative who's anti-abortion, anti-LGBT, um, and, you know, super pro-military to the point where it's unhealthy. And everyone has to own a gun, which I, you know, that that's a whole separate thing. There's a recall in California for Governor Gavin Newsom, and, you know, that ends on uh, Tuesday. And that's really scary because that has a potential to flip the tide a lot, and I'm hoping that California pulls through and just keeps him in his seat, you know. Um, but as as a woman who's grown up in America, I am so tired and I'm so frustrated with the fact that there are... It, it seems like, no, like we're... You bang against the wall to try to knock down the fucking wall. And the wall doesn't go anywhere. And, you know, we had such progression from, like, the 70s and everything. I mean, it wasn't that long ago women couldn't even open bank accounts without, you know, their husband's approval. Which is, why do you think so many people, you know, stayed married to, to you know, awful husbands for that long? Because they didn't have, they couldn't even open a bank account. They couldn't open credit cards, they couldn't buy a house, they couldn't do anything. And this was, what, like the 60s? That wasn't that long ago. You know? And the fact that now it's like, we're going to put abortion back in. We're going to try to, I wouldn't put it past them to try to strip um Marriage equality, even though I don't believe they're, they can because it's a law of the land, if I'm correct. Um, the fact, the idea that Roe v. Wade is not something that's super set in stone and it's been so long since that ruling, even though it hasn't, it hasn't, it hasn't been, it hasn't been that long, but it has in terms of it should have on a government level been written down as something that is impossible to repeal. And I'm thankful every day that I I grew up in Massachusetts and I live where I live and I I'm on a I'm on a coastal town ta- I'm on a coastal state I'm on I live in the blue one of the bluest states if not the bluest state um because it is very scary and um I would love to know how to help if anybody. Who's listening can give me uh, a link to something, give me some advice, um, drop a comment. Just let me know how I how I can help. If it's a donation, if I need, if I can send supplies, I don't I don't know. But it's the idea that women are constantly under attack needs to stop. It is ridiculous. It is obscene, and there are a billion other things to focus on instead of what women who are human beings or those who identify as women or non-binary folk are doing with their bodies. It is none of your goddamn business. It has never been your business. It will never be your business. So you should leave people alone. You know? When it comes to this issue specifically. I don't want this to get twisted. When it comes to abortion specifically, you leave women alone to make their own decision. An abortion decision is heartbreaking it is the hardest thing a woman a woman can go through. It's one of the hardest things. 
It is not a decision that ha- that is made lightly. It's not like you go in and you're like, all right, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna order three abortions in the next three weeks because I want to run around and have willy nilly sex without birth control. That's not what anyone does. And this idea that that is somehow what women do, and it's like this super easy process, and it takes, it doesn't hurt, and it takes no time at all, and there's no trauma after it, as if we, you know, like we're a fucking trampoline, and it's just like boom, bounce right back up, like nothing happened. That doesn't exist. You go get an abortion. You have thought about that. You have made the decision. There are financial implications. There's it. It costs over ten thousand fucking dollars in this country to get an abortion because our healthcare system is broken. It is not a decision that women run around willy nilly and just like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. It is heartbreaking. You feel like shit afterward. It is terrible. The emotional trauma, you have to unpack all of that at some point. If And if you're doing it alone, that's a whole separate thing. Like, if you have a reliable partner, that's at least a little helpful. But if you're by yourself and you have no one, that is, that's a level of cold I can't, I can't even speak to. I mean... That's just heartbreaking. And you're left alone by yourself thinking, holy shit, what just happened? You know, no matter what the reason it was for, the general thought process is more than likely, oh my God. It takes a while to process. It takes a while to decompress. And it's traumatic. I... Don't know a direct experience, right? I have no experience with... with, I've never gone in and gotten an abortion. Like, that's not... I've never done that. I've never had to, thankfully. But I I, I just don't... I don't understand the thought process behind making this something to concern yourselves with. For a party... For for the for a party that is so anti-government, so pro-small government, stay out of my business, I don't want you in my business, whatever the hell it is. I want my freedom, I'm free to make a choice to do what I want. This is the exact opposite of everything that you talk about. Everything. I don't want you in my business, the government is now directly in women's business. This is my freedom to do what I want. Really? Because it's not... It doesn't seem like it. This is not a freedom thing. This is restrictive. You are restricting people's rights. You know what? In the name of the Lord or whatever you want to cover it with... Cover yourself up with? Whatever makes you sleep better at night? Because you're defending the unborn who don't have a voice? Who can't fight back at you? Who can't tell you that, hey, no, you're wrong, actually? It's real easy to sleep when you're arguing against something that can't stand up for itself and can't argue back. And it makes it real convenient. And if you're one of those people who who stands outside of Planned Parenthood and is like, oh, abortion, get a job, get a life, go do something with yourself, get a fucking hobby. I'm sick of it. I'm absolutely sick of it. I'm livid about it. 
Who are you to tell women what they should be doing in terms of their of of their birth control, of their abortion, of their of their health, of their menstrual health? Who are you to tell women what they should be doing? You know? Like sit down. Sit down, especially, especially if you are a man writing legislation, unless you are an OBGYN, I don't want to hear about it. And even then, I still don't think I want to hear about it. I want smart, educated, experienced women writing women's bills. I don't want male involvement in it. Because if it's about women's reproductive rights and about their ability to make a decision regarding abortion, that's a woman's decision. It is hers. And it is no one else's. Unless she chooses to share that decision-making process with her partner and they share it together, that's their right. But it is certainly not the government's business to go in and be like, hey, by the way, you have six weeks. And then we're restricting you. And if we find out that you've been um, going to try to get one, we are going to um, put you in jail and then pay the person who turned you in $10,000. What is that? What is that? Why? 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 Like, I can't wrap my head around it. Why? Why are we... Concerning ourselves with things like this. Why can't we just let people let people live? Let people live. Go get vaccinated and go live your life. That's it. It is that easy. We're so wrapped up in this country with, oh my god, this person's gay. Oh my god, this person got pregnant. Oh my god. Who gives a shit, man? Who cares? Are they hurting anybody? Are they, you know, running around committing mass murder? No. You mean they, you know, what, they have a job, they're a good person, they're kind to you, they pay their taxes, they contribute to society, and you're you're obsessed with what they're doing in their private life? This has to stop. We need to fix our systems in this country. They need to be fixed, and they need to be fixed well. Not a band-aid fix, a deep, go in, find the root of the problem, and let's really fix it. And it starts with electing people who are going to do it. I'm a big AOC fan. Big. I wish I could vote for her. And I can't wait till she becomes senator, because it's gonna happen one day. We need people like her in the sense that she is very fierce in how she approaches things. She is very honest and open and just will go at you. And I, I think we, and Katie Porter is, is the same way. You know, Ayanna Presley, who I'm very proud of from the state. We need more and more female lawmakers like this because... The only way things are ever going to change is if we elect people who are loud about it, who demand it, 
and who viciously work toward it. That's it. Educated, smart people who are going to put the rights of others first instead of their own interests. Who are going to help pass bills, who are going to be progressive, and they're going to help this country build itself where it should be. You know, France gets the entire month of August off for holiday. Two weeks is a regular vacation time for any job in Europe. It's like minimum. There are so many issues in this country. It is overworked. It's work way too much. Overworked, underpaid, overtired. And we're concerning ourselves with women's bodies. We have structural issues. We have to fix them. And it starts from electing the right people. I could go on. But if you're a woman, I did this a few years ago, go and educate yourself about your own menstrual health as much as possible. Learn as much as possible, learn your options as much as possible, your birth control options, every other option, if you want a hysterectomy, what what does that look like, if, whatever. Educate yourself because you are not going to know enough just by other people telling you. You need to take control of your own reproductive power. And you need to own it. It's a big part of you. It's a huge part of who you are. And that comes with being a woman. Or someone who identifies as a woman. It's important. Or not even identifies as a woman. If you're a trans man as well. Understanding what comes with that. It's time you, we all took the power back into our own hands and stop letting people like Greg Abbott and those who drew up this legislation try to take it from us. It is time and we are ready and I will fight as much as I need to to make sure the rights of my fellow women are protected in this country. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if it doesn't directly affect me. Every decision that puts a woman in danger in another state directly affects every woman in every state. Whether they realize it or not. This is bigger than you. This is a movement and it is about time that we did something about it. And it is up to us to help each other. Yes, it is up to us as Americans to always help each other. It is up to us as women who have been overlooked forever and ever to stand up and say, I'm taking control of my reproductive rights, I'm taking control of everything, and I'm kicking you out, and we are taking control from now on. That is it. Because I think everyone's pretty sick and tired of this. You know, we dealt with the abortion thing back in Georgia a few years ago. Enough. Enough. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And it just, it, it makes me so angry, always. And it, it, it's like a constant state of anger. Like, great, what else are they going to do to try to strip my rights away? What else can they possibly do? And they'll find ways. They'll do it. 
It wasn't that long ago that in the workplace, women were just constantly harassed sexually. Constantly. And you know what? No one cared. That's just a part of the job. No, no, it's not, man. Just because you're a woman doesn't give anybody a right to constantly come up at you and, and, and feel you up and, and control you and make you feel like you owe them anything. We have a lot of education we have to give people. And unfortunately, our education system needs to be... It's one of those things where it needs to be absolutely overhauled. We need to start teaching people proper sex education, proper reproductive education. We need to start teaching safe sex practices. We need to be better as a country. Be honest with kids. Be open with kids. Kids are not little pieces of glass that are going to shatter and break. Kids can take a lot. Teach teenagers how to be careful about things and how to be smart. And they'll know. They're smart, man. They, they'll, they'll know how to be safe with sex. It's okay. It's not some taboo thing. It's for some reason in this country, sex is a taboo thing. It's not taboo. It's a very normal part of life, and we need to talk about it. We need to be open about it, because if we educate ourselves about it, we can be smarter about it, and we'll have lower pregnancy rates, and everyone will be happier, because they can be able to make reproductive decisions at their own pace, at their own time. All right. I can keep going, but I'm going to leave you guys there with that. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Um, I think I'm going to have some ice cream. Re-energize a little bit. (laughs) Uh, Drop a comment. You know, follow me on social media. Uh, Always a pleasure. I can't wait to do another one of these. Uh, And the Celtics season is coming up, so definitely going to do a more sports-oriented one coming up, and the Patriots play tomorrow. So very much looking forward to a little more sports angle, but I love, uh, I love really getting in depth about these issues as well. These are important. All right, guys, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night. Damn it, Wade.